This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Elliot Shore Parks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Wednesday, November 16th, and this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best from Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear, please hit that subscribe button as it not only helps the show grow, but if you leave a five-star review with your best NFL take, we've already gotten some good ones, but if you leave that review... Give us five stars. I'll make sure we read it on the pod, and I'll have a pod one day when I talk about all your guys' favorite uh, NFL takes. All right, today we are going to talk about really probably the biggest story in the NFL right now, if not the biggest, probably top five, and it's really become the biggest story because of what happened on Monday night. Uh, Washington Commanders going into Philadelphia, beating the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, certainly not a blowout, but they surprisingly had control of the game. What feels like most of it, uh, you know, throughout the, the contest, obviously they ended up winning by 10, but it was close. It just never really felt like the Eagles were going to be able to get over and, and get that win. And it's a big win for Washington. I, I, they're a team that started off poorly, but now with, uh, with Heineken, under center they've won I believe three out of four they almost beat the Vikings last week they beat the undefeated Eagles and they're in the playoff hunt I believe right now they would be the first team out of the wild card looking in but they're playing better football their defense is better and the NFC's continues to make a case as the best division in football I mean I think that you know they're the there's probably other divisions that you could debate are, are better, but when it comes to pure record, the NFC still is up there as the best in the NFL. So impressive win by Washington. Another sign that it's going to be a, a competitive uh, NFC and that really when it comes to this year especially – it is any given Sunday. I hate to use that cliche, and in this case, it would be a Monday. But Washington went in as a double-digit underdog, go in comfortably, win the game, an incredibly impressive performance. But with the thrill of victory comes the agony of what is going to have to be, I think, a much more complicated decision than people uh, want to talk about. And that's what I want to get into today. What is Washington going to do at quarterback? Carson Wentz is eligible to come off of IR this week. He spent the last four games on IR with a broken finger, but now he's eligible to come back. And it's a tough decision in some ways for the commanders. First of all, the upcoming schedule, at least the next two games, are fairly easy. You look at uh, the Texans coming up and then the Falcons, both winnable games for the commanders if they keep playing at the level that they're playing. So there's a real chance to get like firmly, firmly in the playoff race in these next two weeks. If they can win the next two games, it would really put them in, in serious contention for it. So this is the question. 
Do they stick with Heineke, who is playing at, at, at a relatively higher level than Carson was? I, I think there's a bit of a misconception that he's playing way better, and we're going to get into that in a second. Or do they go back to Carson, someone they gave up a pretty good asset for and someone that they're paying a lot of money to, especially moving forward? And it's kind of a, a situation Carson has always found himself in. I think looking back in retrospect, the idea of Carson's backup beating his former team was probably a lock. It feels like Carson has had some serious bad luck in his career when it comes to backups and having his backup win the game Carson probably wanted to win more than any other. Yeah, that, that probably was a little more likely and given credit for. But let's compare uh, Heineke and Wentz so far this season. If you look at Heineke, surprisingly 29 years old. I think sometimes he's viewed as a bit more of like, oh, maybe he can be the guy. I mean, he's going to be 30 by the time next season uh, begins. So he certainly is not some type of young prospect they could check out. Five touchdowns, four interceptions, um, 62% completion percentage, a rating of 82.7. So he's been average, I would say. I mean, the interceptions won per game. That's right around where Carson was. Carson had six interceptions in the six games he played. The main difference has been the fumbles. Uh, Heineke's only fumbled it once in four games. Carson, on the other hand, fumbled it six times in six games. And for any Eagles fans that might be listening, they're well aware of his struggles uh, holding on to the ball. And Commander saw that this year too. So the main difference, I think, between them in terms of turnovers has been the fumbles. When it comes to sacks and uh, Carson's you know, holding it too far and uh, too long in the pocket. Heineke was sacked nine times in four games. Carson 23 times in six games. So an average of almost four per game compared to an average of almost two per game. So if you look at the, the turnovers and the negative plays, like what's putting the commanders behind the sticks, Carson is way more likely to do that. He's more likely to take a sack and he's more likely to turn the ball over. So that's obviously a huge deal when it comes to making this decision. But one thing Carson does have on Heineke, and there's absolutely no denying this, he has a way better arm. I saw Heineke in person on Monday night. His arm strength is just not there, flat out. Like they won the game and he, you know, he was decent, but ultimately they won that game with the running game. Like the, the the running game is why they left Philadelphia with a win on Monday night. I didn't think he had an impressive arm at all. There was a few throws he missed over the middle, uh, throwing him way over the heads of his receivers. And there was a few deep passes where I thought he really underthrew the ball. Now, Carson can be a poor decision maker. He is reckless in the pocket. His accuracy is not great but he has an absolute cannon for an arm like he can make throws that Heineke simply cannot the completion percentages too are are, are pretty similar so I think Heineke's accuracy is, is maybe slightly better but it's definitely not special so the reality is they're picking between two quarterbacks that are not good if you pick Heineke or Wentz you're really not giving yourself much of a chance moving forward but there are some other mitigating factors to this too. Uh, if you look at it, Carson is owed, I believe, uh, almost 20 something million dollars in 2023. And if they release him this offseason, they save $26 million in cap space. So the commanders have to ask themselves, how much of a chance do we really want to give Carson? Like, do you want to see him come back and, and, and steal the job or play well enough for a few games that in 2023, you're talking yourself into paying him that money or, do you want to risk injury, right? If he comes in, he gets hurt. It's then beca- it then becomes tougher to release him. Uh, it's a more of a tr- it's more of a tricky situation. If they just keep Carson on the bench. They can cleanly move on from him this off season. And there's also the draft compensation. When the Commanders traded for Carson, they gave up a 2023 uh, third round pick, but it's a second round pick if he plays 70 percent of the snaps. Now he's missed a decent amount of games already, so. 
I don't know if he'll be able to reach that. But if you're the commanders, you want to make sure he does not reach that. You cannot give up a second round pick for Carson Wentz. So if you look at the money and the draft picks, those certainly lean uh, in Heineke's favor. So what should they do? The other component to this is it looks like the teammates are way more into Heineke. It doesn't mean they don't like Carson. It doesn't mean he's not a leader, all those things. But you see the way that uh, the commander's teammates react to Heineke. You see him in the plane after the game. He's got all the chains on. Chase Young is posting pictures of him. Like They seem to really be rallying behind him. And even though I don't believe in Heineke as a long-term solution at the position, he does have something going for him. Three and one record. Like I mentioned at the beginning, he almost beat Minnesota. He beat Green Bay. He beat Philly. Like, would it shock me if he goes on a bit of a run here? No, it really wouldn't. Would it shock me if they won the next two games? He moves to five and one as a starter. Commanders uh, end up with a winning record. No, I, I think that they're, that that's definitely possible. And I think it's because we see this in sports all the time. And frankly, we especially see it with Carson's backup. Momentum can get going. Like when the backup quarterback comes in and the players start to believe again that, you know, maybe things are going to be different now, that can be very contagious and very powerful. And that's kind of what's happening in Washington right now. The other component to having Heineke and compared to Wentz is whether it's Heineke's, you know, to whether it's his credit or whether it's Carson's to blame. The defense is playing way better. Washington had one of the worst defenses in the league to start the season. They have not been that over the last few few weeks. They're doing an excellent job keeping teams uh you know low scores. They have an excellent defensive line. Their secondary is playing better. And part of that is probably that they're putting being put in better positions. Carson's not taking sacks, you know, which means they're they're punting it and the other team is starting in better field position. They're not turning it over as much. Like the defense is being put in better positions. So if you're Washington, there's no question the best part of your best part of your team is the defense like that is how you're going to win games and it seems like the defense is playing better with Heineke in there so what should they ultimately do I think you have to go with Heineke even though there is temptation with Carson you traded for him I think he has a higher ceiling he has a better arm it just isn't happening for him like I, I you know at, th- at a certain point I think Carson probably just needs to take a year off or go somewhere where he knows he's going to be the backup and doesn't have the pressure of being the guy he needs some time to just step back from everything put his career on pause fix what you know fix what's going on and make sure that he can come back a better player but right now if he goes back in and they lose that game, like that's a terrible situation for him to walk into. If he goes back in and the offense struggles, terrible situation to walk back into. Everyone is going to be saying they should put Heineke in. So ultimately, like I, again, I covered Carson here in Philadelphia. There was reason to put him back in after Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. You could even argue there was maybe reasons to put him back in after he was benched for Jalen. Ultimately, I, they clearly made the right decision. But in this case, I just don't think Washington has – any reason to go back to him. You don't want to pay him in 2023. You don't want to give up a higher draft pick. And you just want to see what you have in Heineke. Again, I don't think Heineke is a long-term answer, but maybe they'll catch lightning in the bottle. I think for Washington specifically, they would really, really, really value, uh, get a lot of value out of making the playoffs or at least competing for a spot, really with how dysfunctional that organization is in general. Uh, just looking like a competent franchise would, would be huge, especially as they try to sell the team. So I think they have to stick with Heineke. And is it unfair to Carson? Maybe. I, you know, he, he was injured through no fault of his own. He lost his job. It certainly has happened to him before. But ultimately, they have to make the right decision for the team. And when you have a quarterback that the players are playing hard for, that has a 3-1 and one record, impressive wins, is playing just well enough you know, on offense to get the ball moving, 
I think you have to stick with it. My guess is they will slow play this. Ron Rivera said on Tuesday that they're not sure when Carson will be cleared to practice, right? Like a lot of vague answers. They're going to slow slow play this and make a decision at the last possible moment. But ultimately, they're going to have to make the decision. And I think when they do, I think they should stick with Tyler Heineke. I, I just think it's the correct decision to make. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and leave that five-star review if you like what you hear. It helps the show grow, and I can't wait to hear some of your best NFL takes. So leave that five-star review, hit that subscribe button, and I will talk to you guys on Wednesday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 